Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So last week I found myself in uh, upstate New York, and then in Vermont, and then in uh, New Hampshire as part of my uh, driving vacation. I was also in Quebec, but that doesn't count when it comes to the U.S. federal election. November the 8th is the vote. So in upstate New York, in Vermont, New Hampshire, pretty much everywhere I went, I made it a point to ask people how they were going to vote for president of the United States. I didn't bother with senator, congress. But how will you vote for president? And everywhere but Vermont, where there was a slight, and I have to say this, this was a slight favor uh, displayed for Hillary Clinton. But somehow Bernie Sanders always came into the conversation. Everywhere else, upstate New York, different communities, New Hampshire, different communities, It was essentially Donald Trump. We're going to vote for Trump. And I saw Trump lawn signs, and I saw Trump flags on people's properties. So I got back, and I checked some of the uh, news stories and some of the polling, and as you've seen and as you've heard, uh, significant numbers of polls in the United States now have Donald Trump leading Hillary Clinton. And RasmussenReports.com Let me just read. Uh, The latest Rasmussen Reports weekly White House national telephone and online survey shows Trump with 42% to Clinton's 40%. Libertarian candidate Gary Johnson gets 7% of the vote. Green Party candidate Jill Stein, 2%. Another 2%, like some other candidates, and 7% are undecided. Clinton led Trump 43 to 39% a week ago. So in one week, it's gone from, and this is the Rasmussen Reports poll, has gone from 43% supporting Clinton, 39% supporting Trump, to 42% supporting Trump, and and 40% supporting Clinton. At the same time, Rasmussen shows that more voters than ever say politicians make false promises to get elected. Now, we've all believed that for a long time, but the significant part of this headline is that more voters than ever say politicians make false promises to get elected. I have a question for you at 888 or 416-870-6400, 416-870-6400. And that question is this. Have you switched your allegiance? Now, you may not be able to vote unless you're an American living in Canada. But there, every Canadian has a, has a, um, a choice. The person you would want to see in the White House whether it's Clinton or whether it's Trump. Every Canadian has made a decision or is vacillating back and forth, potentially. Um, Have you changed your view of who should be in the White House 
Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. 888-225-8255. Have you changed your view at all during the selection campaign, and particularly most recently? Um, or are you somebody who has had a strong opinion that one or the other should be the President of the United States? And who would that be? 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. I want to get you engaged in conversation with Fran Coombs, the managing editor of Rasmussen Polling, who's been, as I always say, so generous with his time to us talking about this American election. Fran, let me just first of all go to this, uh, and thanks for the time, let me let me go to this point uh, the headline at Rasmussen, more voters than ever say politicians make false promises to get elected. Interpret that for us, please. Well, I mean, basically what we have is 51% think that politicians make promises, deliberately make false promises to get elected. Uh, and probably, in fact, your listeners are probably surprised, only 51% think I'm that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Mo- you know, most of us think like 90%. Uh, probably think these guys make false promises, but 38% think that they make the promises legitimately and then unforeseen events after they take office um, force them to change, force them not to realize that promise. Interestingly, that's down. It's 38%. It was at 50% just four years ago. So people are definitely getting, I mean, they've always had a negative opinion of politicians, let's be honest. I mean, since the beginning of time, probably. But it's definitely getting more and more negative in the United States. I mean, you saw the Tea Party thing. You saw the Trump thing, which is a complete repudiation of the establishment Republicans. Uh, people are definitely they're angry at their government. They're, they, they think the government's doing exactly the wrong thing in almost every case. All right. But let me, just before we get to the numbers and get some calls on, on the air, the polling numbers, I want you to give me your thoughts, please, on let's look at the, the hacking of uh, Colin Powell's emails in which he is unkind to both Trump and Clinton. Perspective on that, please. I think Colin Powell's opinion doesn't matter to a lot of people because he's been wishy-washy. He was a Republican when he was in the Bush uh, with the Bush folks, but he had no hesitation endorsing Obama. Uh, I don't think a lot of Republicans listen to Colin Powell anymore. I think he's, he's always been one of those Republicans that's a, that's a darling of the CNN crowd, uh, but less so of the Fox crowd. Okay, now, if Barack Obama and if Michelle Obama are not actively engaged in uh, getting out and holding rallies for Hillary Clinton, how much would that hurt Hillary Clinton? In other words, can she stand on, and I don't mean this in any, nothing to do with her having been ill over the last week or so, but how how capable is she politically of standing on her own two feet? Well, I think, to be honest with you, I think Hillary Clinton's in big trouble. I think if she doesn't have some pretty strong debates, uh, this election could be over. Uh, I mean, she she cannot afford to go into that debate and look sleepy, detached, uh, uninvolved, what have you. I mean, she's got to look energized uh, and a leader and forceful, because we are in tough times in this country, and the last thing we need is a president who's falling down. So what are, what are Americans looking for? When you look at the polling from Rasmussen, the uh, weekly White House Watch, the National Telephone and Online Survey, last week, Clinton led Trump 43 to 39%. This week, one week later, it's 42% for Trump, 40% for Clinton. That's a five-point swing for Trump in one week. 
Okay, but Roy, I think it's important for your listeners to know. I mean, we have a plus or minus three margin of error in there. Basically, these candidates, as you and I have discussed before, are both hovering right around the 40% mark. And so it's kind of which one is going to they – both, they both have a perception problem. Uh, Clinton dishonest, Trump wild man, what have you. But Trump seems to be moving beyond that. He's getting more disciplined. His new, I think his new campaign team is really doing a great job for him. Uh, he's not taking on, you know, TV talk show hosts and stupid little things like that. He's focusing on the issues. Clinton, on the other hand, seems to be coming apart. I mean, this, the deplorable statement of a week or so no, ago was just, uh, you know, anathema from a political standpoint. And that's going to trail her all the way to November the 8th, because oh, yeah. no, all the like, way to November the 8th, like, I'm going to consider myself a deplorable. Right. That's like the Romney statement four years ago about the... And, know, not, the because, and not because Hillary Clinton defined me that way, simply because I object to her making that statement. Yeah, no, it's just it, it, when, you're, when you're attacking voters, yeah. never a good idea for a politician. I mean, we know that a lot of the politicians are elitists and they think that the, the, most of us are the great unwashed and are idiots, but they're, they're usually smart enough not to say it out loud. And uh, for her to say that shows real contempt for the, for the voters. And people, people react to that. And that's what I'm saying. She is losing. She is increasingly losing the perception game. I mean, she had the media spinning against Trump constantly for the last few months. But now, despite the media's best efforts, she's just basically falling apart in front of the public's eyes. Hold on, Fran. Fran Coombs, managing editor of Rasmussen Polling. In the United States, joining us on the Roy Green Show on the Coros Radio Network. My number is 888-225-8255, 888-225-8255, 416 Choose whichever number you want. Uh, give me a call and tell us, please, tell Fran, tell me, tell everybody listening, where your emotional support lies. If you're an American, you can tell us how you may be wanting to vote. There's a million Americans living in this country who are going to have the right to vote on November the 8th. Who do you support for president of the United States, Trump or Clinton? And has that changed? Has who you support changed in recent days or recent weeks? 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. And if it has changed, why? We'll come back and talk. Big stories and even bigger guests. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Webpage is RoyGreenShow.com. Podcasts. Anytime. Anytime, day or night, you listen back to whatever we aired. It's going to be there for you. Will it be Clinton? Will it be Trump on November the 8th? My sense has been for several months now that it's going to be Donald Trump who will win the election. It's just... See, my, my feeling is that had the fix not been in, with the Democratic Party at their convention, in their primaries, rather, leading to the convention, Bernie Sanders may well have beaten Hillary Clinton for the nomination. And now we have what we have. Hillary Clinton in trouble, as polling nationally shows that she's starting to slide and slide significantly. Fran Coombs, managing editor of Rasmussen Polling, is my guest, and uh, Fran... Why don't we take a couple of calls and see how our Canadian listeners 
are emotionally connecting with uh, either Trump or with uh, with Clinton and whether they've had any change of heart in in recent weeks and we've made it we've specifically not asked any of our callers how they're going to answer that question we'll start with Connie in Ferguson Ontario hi Connie oh hi how are you good how are you hello yes go ahead hi. Connie well I I uh, I was supporter of uh, Hillary eight years ago and I still am um, given given uh, the opposition as far as I'm concerned there isn't any um, uh, I think that that you know his popularity or or whatever it is is uh, is just kind of like a radical thing that that's just just you know com- going out of control. It's snowballing, and and this man saying every, you know everything he says just has no merit. Um, so you know, do you I think, do, Connie. Do you sorry? think do you think it's going to be a victory for Hillary Clinton, or do you have concerns I'm that it could that turn out to be a victory, victory for Trump? But yeah, but I I also know that we I, and North Americans in general have have a lot of problems, I guess, with with women um, taking over. I mean, look at Europe, for example, and Great but, Britain. But women me, have, Connie, have run I'm, to Connie. Yeah? Connie, I'm just a little tight on time. Uh-huh. Um, do you think do you think it's going to be a Clinton victory, or do you have concerns that it could be a Trump win? It's a Clinton victory. I think Americans will will see see the uh, see the light. Yeah. Okay, thanks for the call. Let's take another call here. Elon in Toronto. Elon, where do you stand? Who do you think is going to win this thing? Well, um, I am hoping that Trump does win. Um, emotionally, um, I do support Trump and rationally. I find that the media has helped me a lot in that decision. The more they tend to smear Trump, uh, the more I wonder and question why. You know, there's something that, there's something that I find interesting. We have a very liberal prime minister in this country, and according to Angus Reid polling here, two-thirds of Canadians support Mr. Trudeau's performance so far. And I find it interesting that we have significant numbers of Canadians. Given that two-thirds of Canadians support Justin Trudeau, we still have significant numbers of Canadians supporting Donald Trump. That's, that's an interesting stat. I yeah. wasn't aware of that. Um, I think... Uh, as a Canadian, I just I just uh, see the rational points more than the emotional. And, All right, uh, so you're a, you're a Trump guy. I thank you very much for the call. We'll take one more call, get back to Fran, and then add a few more calls as we get to the end of the hour. Lynn is in Walkerton, Ontario. Lynn, go ahead, please. Hi, hi Roy. Yes. Hi. Um, I detest Hillary Clinton now more than ever, and what she stands for, and what she says and does. So I would much rather see. Mr. Trump. Specifically, what do you detest about Hillary Clinton? Well, she she is extremely nasty behind the scenes, according to the Secret Service officers who have tried to protect her for years. She uh, she really promotes abortion. She thinks it's a wonderful thing. Um, okay, I, I so. Just, I, I, so you I, just, don't, I, I don't like her gender issues that she preaches about. Okay, thanks very much for the call. Fran, if, uh, if we were doing, um, if we were taking calls on American radio, talk radio, would we be hearing similar calls? Oh, yeah, I think we would. And, I mean, I do want to say your first caller says American has, Americans have problems with women, uh, with women leaders. I think that's nonsense. Uh, no offense to your caller. I mean, that's, that's completely ridiculous. I mean, we'd have to all the Speaker of the House 
for a number of years was Nancy Pelosi from uh, California, I think, as we recall. There's a number of women in, in high positions in this country and have been. Uh, we just haven't elected a president yet, I'll admit that. Um, I can't remember. Have Canadians elected a woman prime minister? We did have a woman prime minister uh, briefly. Yeah, I don't remember one that was popularly elected in an office. No, Kim Campbell not. succeeded Brian Mulroney. Anyway, so I, I think yes, I think you would hear this. I would think you would hear the same thing. I think uh, people, people that are invested in Hillary Clinton and have been invested in her for a number of years, um, emotionally or issue-wise or whatever, uh, are going to stick with her through thick and thin. I mean, that's why you heard the chorus of, uh, including. Uh, uh, the woman on CNN, Christiana Amanpour, who had a meltdown uh, claiming that the health questions about Hillary's health were sexist. Uh, you're going to hear the usual suspects who claim that any kind of criticism of Hillary Clinton is sexism. Uh, the same kind of folks that any criticism of Obama was racism. Uh, I mean, these folks want a level playing field, but then when they get a level playing field, they immediately start, you know, scrambling for their various isms to hide behind. Uh, but yes, I, I, you would hear the exact same things. I think. From my experience, Clinton supporters are not emotional. They are very dogmatic in their support. Trump supporters tend to be very emotional, uh, very enthusiastic. Trump has definitely got the enthusiasm uh, lead in this race. In the minute we have left, how important will, never mind the debates, how important, well, I shouldn't say never mind the debates, but how important will the last week heading to November the 8th be? Well, I mean, the last week's always important, and you, and you can be sure that the media is going to be throwing everything at Trump they possibly can. And I think you're going to hear, because as you mentioned earlier, it's, it's essential for Hillary to get the black vote to turn out in big numbers. So I'm sure we're going to hear some charges of racism that last week. Uh, but I think the debates, I think, could turn this whole thing. I think if Trump comes across presidential and the nation at large can see him you know, as a leader writ large, I think you will win the election. And then there's always Julius, or Julius, or Julian Assange and his email dump. We don't know what that's going to consist of. Right, who knows? But again, you know, in other words, I don't, I don't count on the intangibles. Or, you, know, I, you, you don't know where those will go and how people will react to them. I just see that Trump is winning the perception race right now. Now, you know, again, this, you know, we got you know, six, seven weeks to go, so this could, could turn around. But right now... The perception is that Hillary Clinton is is weak. She's uh, you know kind of scattered. Uh, her campaigns are adrift, uh, and Trump is just getting more and more and more focused. Fran, thanks for the time. As always. Okay, always enjoy it, Roy. Take care. Fran Coombs, managing editor, Rasmussen reports on the Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We're back to tell you about the next hour, which has to do with language in Canada. Imagine language being an issue in this country, but not in the way you might think. Stick around.